0: This critical message about the power and the importance of davening for another Jew is dedicated by my dear friend, Reb Kenneth Pinsauer. Harava Vigder Miller, Seir Sagdabracha, reveals that one of the most important and powerful things that you could do in your entire life is to pray for others. And the reason for this is very simple. As human beings, we have very limited capacity. What we could do for another is limited. Even the greatest doctor, how many people could he heal? Even the wealthiest person, how many poor can he support? Someone who is a very exceptional shadchan, how many singles can they match? As human beings, we're limited in capacity. We're limited by circumstance. We're limited by ability. But in desire, there are no limitations. And the Gemara tells us, if somebody thinks to do a mitzvah, and circumstances prevent them from fulfilling the mitzvah fully, Hashem rewards them as if they fulfilled the mitzvah. So while a shadchan, even the greatest shadchan, may be able to make hundreds of Shaduchim in their lifetime, but someone who wants to make Shaduchim, in desire there are no limitations. So if somebody prays that Hashem should help all the singles they know, if somebody prays that Hashem should help anybody who needs or is looking for anything, then one is limited in circumstance, one one is unlimited in their desire. The way to activate desire, the way to show Hashem that we really want to help others is by praying for them. After 120, a person could go up to heaven and Hashem could reward a person. Hashem will say, I'm rewarding you for rebuilding Yushalayim. Re- rebuilding Yushalayim? I wasn't even alive when Mashiach was here. No, but you davened for it so you wanted it and if you could have, you would have done everything in your capacity to make it happen. I reward you as if it happened. So if we daven wholeheartedly for the rebuilding of Yisholayim, Hashem will accredit us with that. If we daven wholeheartedly that Hashem should heal all the sick, Hashem will reward us as if we did. We may not know every avenue of medicine, but we sure wish we could do whatever we can to help any Jew in any need. So actually, one's most productive time during the day is the thought they put into the various parts of tefillah to have in mind as many people as they can, whether it's in the standard tefillah or personalized tefillah. Because then we show Rebun that what we're limited in action, we're unlimited in our ratzon, in our desire. There's another very important aspect of praying for other people it's not just to help them, but in reality we are helping the entire Jewish nation. Rashi tells us in the beginning of Parshas Vayechi, we know Parshas Vayechi is sealed shut, it's a Parsha Susuma. I was on a trip recently, and we had with us a minion, and a very tiny Sefer Torah. It was almost impossible to see the space between the end of Vayigash and the beginning of Vayechi. Rashi says this signifies that when the Shibu began, when the bondage began, it sealed shut the eyes and the heart of the Jewish people. And I've seen this Rashi many times, but I never really delved into why Rashi emphasizes that the Sheba, the bondage, sealed shut our eyes and our heart. Is that the best way to describe the bondage? Let Rashi say the bondage caused us pain, suffering... Affliction. Why the emphasis on the closing of the eyes and the heart? Until Hashem sent me a gift, we find in Pasha Shemais, the Moshe Rabbeinu, the Moishion, <coughs> the Savior of the Jewish people. Vayigdal <laughs> grew up. He became great. Vayitzei <laughs> Alechov. He went out to his brothers. He went out to his brethren. Rashi says, what did he do to go out to his brethren? Nosan Einov Veliba. He placed his eyes and his heart, Leo, made Saralayam to feel the distress of the Jews who were suffering in the bondage of Egypt. Myshra Abenu went to put to his eyes and his heart what other Jews were going through. This is very significant. You know what Rashi means that because of the bondage, our eyes and our heart were sealed shut. It means we were so caught up in our own pain in our own suffering and our own troubles, that we didn't have the wherewithal to look, what's somebody else going through? To feel, what is the suffering of another? And because <clears throat> we were so caught up in our own pain, you know what that does to us? That traps us. Because God deals with a person quid pro quo, measure for measure. And if God sees that we're just caught up in our own lives and we can't even see and feel what someone else is going through, then that is how God deals with us. He says, I understand your suffering, but I cannot be bothered, so to speak. I will not look and I will not feel what you're going through because you will not look and feel what someone else is going through. And then we're stuck, we're trapped in Egypt, because if God is not going to look and feel what we're going through, how are we ever going to get out of there? So we need a great man like Moshe to break the cycle. And Moshe comes and he looks and he feels the pain of another. So God says, I've been waiting for someone like that. Because if you're going to look, if you're going to extricate yourself from from your own bubble, and try to look and feel what someone else is going through, then I'm going to do that to you. And lo and behold, soon after it says, Vayar Eloyikim es b'nei Yisrael, Vayeda Eloyikim, and Eloyikim sees, and he knows, Rashi says, he places his heart, and he doesn't hide his eyes. That was the opening God is looking for. He's looking for someone who could, everyone has difficulties in their own life. But for Hashem to save the Jewish people, He needs to see us empathizing with other Jews. Because then God will open His eyes, so to speak, and open His heart to feel our pain. That is why Moshe was Moshe and Shal Yisrael, the Savior of the Jewish people. I just saw last week, Well, Parshas Vayechi was sealed shut because we were sealed in Egypt, because our eyes and our heart were sealed in Egypt, then in Parshas Bashalach, when we're getting out of Egypt, you look at the Shira, you look at the Az and you see it's written, Levena Agabi Ariach," a half a brick on a whole brick, with wide open spaces. Because when we were in bondage, our eyes and our heart were sealed shut, and we were sealed in Egypt. But upon freedom, all of a sudden, we have wide open expanses. God is opening up the world to us. We opened our eyes and our heart to feel the pain of other Jews as the Targum Yonison ben Uziel says, that when four-fifths of the Jewish people died in Makas Choshech, who took care of all those orphans? Four-fifths of the Jews didn't have parents. That's why it says, The Jews left Egypt. Each family, Targum Yonison ben Uziel said, had their own children and the family of another four children who lost their parents when the Jews opened up their heart and their eyes to feel the pain of their brethren, God opens up His eyes and His heart to feel our pain. That is signified by the wide open spaces in the shira. So when you pray for another Jew who's going through a difficult situation, do you know how dear that is to Hashem? Do you know what kind of revolution that creates in the heavens? Do you know how Hashem says, If you do that to another, do you know how I carefully, I am now looking at your pain, how acutely I feel your suffering? The greatest thing you could do for yourself and the Jewish people is to empathize, sympathize with another, pray for them that is so beloved in the eyes of Hashem that will bring bracha, hatzlacha, salvation, consolation to you, to your family and to all of Israel. May all of our tefillahs be accepted, especially on this holy day, on Tu Bishvat, and continuing on for 30 days till the Yom Tif of Purim, the, the Yom Tif of great salvation. May Hashem always answer our tefillahs. Amen.